Do your patients ever complain that they want to address the root of the problem and not just medicate symptoms? Well, today we have an answer. Bipolar disorder is caused by disruptions of circadian rhythms, and dark therapy treats mania by fixing that broken biological clock. Welcome to the Carlite Psychiatry Podcast, keeping psychiatry honest since 2003. I'm Chris Aiken, the Editor-in-Chief of the Carlite Psychiatry Report. And I'm Kelly Newsom, a psychiatric NP and a dedicated reader of every issue. In our last episode, we learned that light therapy treats bipolar depression and that it needs to be dosed in the morning or at least before 2 p.m. Today, we will look at the converse, dark therapy in the nighttime. But first, a preview for the CME quiz for this episode. Light at night is associated with which health risks? A. Cancer B. Sleep apnea C. Urologic disease or D. Arthritis Let's recap our recent bipolar updates. 1. Screen for bipolar disorder with a tool that looks at signs and symptoms of the illness, like the rapid mood screener or the bipolarity index. Two, use more lithium. Three, move lorazidone up in your treatment algorithms now that it's generic, and keep Robert Post three L's on the tip of your tongue for bipolar depression. Lithium, lamotrigine, and lorazidone. Four, avoid valparate in women of childbearing age. Five, when things go wrong in treatment, even if it's because your patient stops taking their meds, assume it's your fault. You haven't found the meds they want to take. Six, rate the symptoms at every visit and find a way to visually track them to find those cyclical patterns that are the heart of bipolar illness. Seven, make it your goal to improve functioning, not just symptom reduction. Eight, use light therapy for bipolar depression in the morning or at midday. A key rule with light therapy is this. Don't use the light box after 2 p.m. Evening light will flip their circadian rhythm the wrong way, causing mania, insomnia, and even raising the risk of depression. And that brings us to update number eight. Use dark therapy. Dark therapy is the only evidence-based behavioral intervention that I know of that actually works in acute mania. It's the converse of light therapy. In it, the patient stays in a pitch-dark room all night long and in the evening, from 6 p.m. to 8 a.m. Why those hours? Those hours imitate a dark winter night, just as light therapy imitates a bright summer day. And it's got to be pitch-dark, just like light therapy has to be really bright, 10,000 lux. But how do you get the patient to stay in pitch darkness all night long? You don't. In the 2000s, psychiatrist Jim Phelps figured something out. The eyes rely on blue wavelengths of light to set the circadian rhythm. They do so through special photoreceptors in the eye, 
that it's neither a rod nor a cone. It's literally a third eye, melanopsin. Dr. Phelps bought blue light blocking glasses from a local factory store in Oregon. See, this is a problem for factory workers. Factories have lasers pointing everywhere to help people align parts, and the workers have to wear blue light blocking safety glasses to protect their eyes from this industrial laser tag. Dr. Feltz gave these glasses out to his patients with bipolar disorder and told them to wear them at night, and they got better. Dr. Phelps' work was followed up in 2016 by a controlled trial that tested this approach in people who were hospitalized for acute mania. Half wore the glasses, and half wore a placebo, purple-colored shades. Again, they only wore them at 6 p.m. and through the evening, and they took the glasses off to sleep as long as they slept in a pitch-dark room. Shutting your eyes is not enough. The eyelids are designed to let light in so we can wake up in the morning. After a week, there was a stark difference between the dark therapy group and the placebo, with a daunting effect size of 1.7. And here's one thing more that Dr. Henriksen shared with us about her trial when she presented her findings at the conference. She also measured sleep with a wrist activity monitor, and surprisingly, the glasses did not make people sleep more. The ones in the dark therapy group actually slept a little less, but their sleep got a lot more regular. It was better quality, more consolidated, and efficient. Keep that in mind when your patient comes back to you and says, yeah, I tried the glasses, but they didn't work. I still couldn't sleep. You need to warn them that they are not going to make them fall asleep, but they will improve their sleep quality. And that's true when using them for insomnia as well. These glasses also treat insomnia, whether it's due to bipolar disorder or not. That's from several randomized controlled trials. And they can be used for milder hypomania instead of the full mania like they used in that study. If you're using them for insomnia, the best dose is to put them on two to three hours before bedtime. Maybe even one hour if that's all the patient can tolerate. And I use that same milder dose to treat hypomania. Dr. Hendrickson did a similar thing in her study. She gradually eased the timing of the dark therapy as patients got better, usually after a week. She allowed them to put the glasses on at 7 p.m. instead of 6 p.m. and eventually at 8 p.m., just gradually as their symptoms improved. Just as with light therapy, you need to make sure that your patient is using the right glasses. We keep a list of pairs that were used in research settings at moodtreatmentcenter.com forward slash products. That page also has handouts for patients on how to use them and how to get their bedroom pitch dark using blackout curtains, electrical tape over LED lights, towels under the door, and there are even blue light-free night lights they can use if your patient is afraid of the dark. Blue light blockers start as low as $10 to $15 for the factory lenses. I tell patients to start with one of those and then graduate to the $50 to $80 pair, and you can get them at lowbluelights.com. Blue light blockers need to block close to 100% of blue light. In practice, I like to stick with the 6 p.m. to 8 a.m. routine for dark therapy because I'm kind of shy about upsetting circadian rhythms. But Dr. Hendrickson shared that in her experience, 
patients with severe mania got better faster by wearing the glasses all day long. Uh, As a circadian purist, I find that idea a little shocking, so I asked her about it. She said there isn't any research one way or the other, and she wouldn't want patients to do this for more than a day or two. But on the other hand, her patients find the total darkness approach is helpful, and she's not able to stop them in their home grounds. They're doing it on their own. The most robust evidence for dark therapy is in acute mania, and a poster presentation at the conference backs that point up further. They measured light levels in the bedrooms of patients with bipolar disorder and found a strong correlation between bedroom light and the development of manic symptoms, but not of depressive symptoms. Those results differ from other studies which have found a strong association between light at night and later depression. But they do underscore that the link with light at night is probably stronger for the manic phase than it is for the depressive one. Which brings us to the question, if light in the morning works for depression, does darkness at night work for depression? In theory, it should, but we don't quite have the evidence yet. There are a few studies, including one where they tried to use the glasses to prevent postpartum depression, and they have kind of a mix of positive and negative results. We also don't have controlled trials of dark therapy in mixed states, but it's a good guess that they would be helpful there given the prominence of manic symptoms in a mixed state. Likewise, controlled trials of dark therapy for preventing bipolar are lacking. But from all we know about the disorder, including the fact that new episodes are often triggered by rapid increases in sunlight in the springtime, that's called the solar flux, I would guess that dark therapy has some value for preventing new episodes. And you're not drifting too far from the medical mainstream if you recommend your patients keep wearing the glasses at night. The health effects of light at night are serious enough that the American Medical Association has put out a position statement on it. Psychiatrists need to step up to the plate. Some patients find no benefit with dark therapy, but many do. They feel calmer at night, less anxious, and they have better mood and cognition the next day. Blue light reduction reduces many health risks that are also relevant to bipolar disorder, like weight gain, heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. But wearing these glasses at night is not part of our culture, and it's up to us to change that conversation. What I do is I'll show patients a graph of melatonin levels with the lights on compared to the blue light glasses on, reminding them that this treatment has real effects on brain chemistry. Basically, when they put the glasses on, their melatonin levels rise up, but with even a little light on at night, it doesn't rise at all. Patients will often say to me, that's great, Dr. Aiken. I'll just take melatonin instead. Well, pause there a minute. Melatonin is fine to use along with dark therapy, and it might even help insomnia, but this supplement failed to make any difference in several studies of bipolar disorder, including studies of acute mania. I'll say to the patient, taking over-the-counter melatonin is a bit like going to the gym 
and expecting to get stronger by touching all of the equipment. It's not about pouring melatonin over your brain that brings the healing here. Your brain needs to do the work of pumping out its own melatonin, and that is what the glasses help you do. Long ago in the 1800s, the nursing pioneer Dorothea Dix noted that patients recover from medical illness faster when they had bright light pouring into their south-facing hospital window in the morning. Following that cue, Dr. Henriksen has created an entire psych hospital with strict circadian light and dark controls in Norway. And we look forward to hearing more about her outcomes as she compares recovery rates with a traditional ward. And now for the study of the day. Randomized controlled trial to prevent postpartum depressive symptomatology, an infant carrier intervention by Emily Little and colleagues from the Journal of Affective Disorders. As we move into an era where a GABAergic controlled substance is viewed as the main escape hatch out of postpartum depression, I'm talking about Xarenolone. Let's pause to remember the basics. Social supports, a stable family life, good sleep and nutrition, and opportunities to bond with the new baby all reduce the risk of postpartum depression. This study tested that last one, opportunities to bond. They used the Ergo Baby Omni 360, one of those close-fitting carriers that hold the infant against the parent's chest a fabric swing, sometimes called baby-wearing, and they gave them to 50 low-income mothers along with instructions on how to use them. Another 50 in the control group got waitlisted, so they knew they'd get an ergo baby in another six months. The women used the carriers for about two hours a day, and after six weeks, their depression scores were significantly lower than those on the waitlist. It's a small study, and it's possible that any intervention would have worked better than a waitlist control, but it does build on other findings where steps that improve the mother-child bond, including skin-to-skin contact with the infant, prevent postpartum depression. Join the conversation and get daily research updates from Dr. Aiken's daily psych feed, now available on Facebook, and as always on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Threads. Just search for Chris Aiken, MD. Earn CME for this episode from the link in the show notes and get $30 off your first year subscription to the full journal with the promo code podcast. The Carlight Report is one of the few CME publications that depends entirely on subscribers. And thank you for helping us stay free of commercial support.